Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, well, welcome. I hope I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep, and we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's Thursday. It's time for After the Glass Slipper, our ongoing fairy tale. But what happened to Cinderella after the glass slipper? Mostly it was about her stepmother and uh, stuff. But you you listen. All you need to do, though, is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play on the podcast. I'm going to do the rest. And what do I mean by the rest? Well, basically, I'm going to create a, a, a safe place the best way I can. The best way I know how, which is a couple of things. One thing is I'm going to be here, you know, do my best to be here Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night with new episodes. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to distract you from whatever's running through your brain that's got you tossing and turning. If it's overthinking, as as, as, some, as I heard for your uh, overanalyzing or, can you know, imagine, whatever is your brain is if it's going a mile a minute or it's just going in slow motion but it's still like or maybe you just got something bothering you um you know stuff going on with your ears your stomach or just your feelings whatever it is i'm going to distract you from that by telling a story all you got to do is listen the story is gonna you know go uh, this one's gonna be agatha the stepmother she takes over but she tells a she tells a mean, uh, as far as uh, misusing the word mean uh, in any sense of the word, uh, she tells a mean tale of dullness. She, she, uh, I, I've been uh, editing her episodes, and she, her style of boring, uh, meandering tales is different than mine, but I'm like, wow, she really... Uh, I don't know how she does it. It's like, I can't... I'm like, whoa, whoa man... That was 45 minutes. That was 15 minutes. It felt like two days when I'm editing it. That's what I say to myself. Or I say, I think I entered some sort of uh, strange state of uh, over-descriptiveness and um, uh, chattery. Uh, Lady Ch- I know there was a movie, Lady Chatterley's Lover. I used to always try to watch it because I figured it had nudity in it. I don't know if I ever did. Or maybe it was a famous book uh, that was a show... And I look in the uh, TV. It's oh boy, that's on tonight. Uh, anyway, that's the detail. Those aren't details that are gonna have to help you fall asleep. Sorry, but yeah, that's why I'm here. I'm gonna talk. I'll try to steer away from Lady Chatterley's lover. Was it lady? It was a lover, a single lover. So probably. Uh, anyway, I'll like if it was me in charge, I'd do that. Agatha, she has her own little way of. Uh, Twisting a tail and a you know twisting it again and a non you know not over twisted not under twisted just twisted around like kind of like I guess this podcast is like one of those bendy straws it's like geez I really wanted that 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 drink there uh, you know remember those bendy straws with like about eight thousand bends you'd buy it actually you never buy it. you'd be at the supermarket I don't know I, I was actually looking for them the other day because my dad I needed straws for my mom. Which never got used. Uh, I was told to get the straws, not. Um, but uh, you know those bendy straws. They're always. Can I get a bendy straw? No. Uh, then I'd have to get. You know. And it may, but anyways, the, this podcast is a bit like a bendy straw that you get. You know, the liquid is going to get from point A to point B eventually. Uh, the, like you're, but it's got to go through all this other stuff. Like, 
You know, most efficient way to tell a story is, you know, the world-famous straw method. Uh, Edgar Straw was the uh, the teacher of the straw method named after himself. He was never a, a storyteller himself. So I don't know how much credence to put in it, but he said, you know, a story is a straw delivering ice-cold tales to you via a method of tube of directness. Maybe one bend, but, you know, something like that. I don't know. He was, he was actually, he was run out of town uh, for his method because they said, that doesn't have anything to do with storytelling, a straw. And you could say that about this podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, your metaphors have nothing to do with metaphors. You're just talking like a bendy straw. But but actually, the, it gets to your ears, the liquid. If it was a super bendy straw like this podcast can be, the liquid might cool down a bit. You say, well, that's not as cold. As, well, good, because I'm ready to go to sleep. Um, so that's a podcast in a non-nutshell. Uh, not, uh, you know, it, we don't make it, sensibility. This is not sense and sensibility. This is not a person educated on sense and sensibility. This is not a sensible or reasonable man you're talking to, but I can I can do, you know, what I can do is say, hey, I'll be here. I'll be talking. You fall asleep whenever you, you know, I'm a boor, boor, your boyfriend talking about bendy. Oh, there you go. Here comes old Scooter coming over to talk about his bendy straw trauma from childhood and how, you know, and then how, which color he would, you know, remember that one night he talked about which color bendy straw he would prefer Barry. Do you remember when he stopped talking? No, dear. I was sound asleep as well. Uh, I I stopped listening when he said uh, bendy straw, but I'm pretty sure I woke up once and he was talking about purple bendy straws for about forty five minutes. All right, I'm trying to ground it here, but that's the podcast. I'm glad you're here. I hope it helps you fall asleep. If it, you know that's my intention is you know uh, tell a little story. Uh, I'm not good at storytelling, so this is like the perfect application of, uh, you know, so it's like, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. If you can't fall asleep, hopefully it'll be mildly entertaining, but otherwise just fall asleep whenever you feel like it's a bendy straw of stories. I can't even, I can't unbend myself out. I can't extricate myself from this bendy metaphor. It's like now I'm wrapped in a bendy straw of my own creation. But anyway, we're on the web, com. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can dear scooter me is where I'm at on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Comment on the website. Any any of those things. You know, I'd love to hear from you. I got a lot of thank yous to uh, catch up on over the next couple of episodes. I'm gonna start with Chris Posty Posterson because he does our music over at soundslikeanearful.com. Scotty and Jennifer do our artwork. And then tonight I want to thank everyone that commented on the website and emailed me. If I forgot you, you go ahead and yell at me. I want to thank Barf Champ. Yeah, that's right, Barf Champ. Amber. Noel or Noel. Uh, not sure. Noel or Noel. The podcaster did say thank you on this day. My voice does squeak, but I want to say thanks to you and the other
other people on my list, like Arkham from Hawaii, Arkham, Mahalo, Maria, Sarah P., uh, Sacha, or Sasha, Sacha, uh, for the email, Brian, Brian for the email, and uh, uh, Brian, and uh, he he and uh, a bunch of other people love the uh, background noise of the Florida episodes. Lynn S., I want to thank Misty, recommended another set of headphones. And if you want to see them, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash headphones. Uh, I want to thank Mike W. I just got an email from him about 20 minutes ago. He's over at, you can catch him live if you're in Toronto on the news. I mean, up until tonight. Uh, sorry, Mike, uh, CBC Toronto News 11, which I'll try to figure out a way to watch it. And then, Mike, I'll have to, you know, we'll have to work on a secret symbol you can do for the listeners to this podcast. Maybe left ring finger tap four times. That would, I wouldn't be able to, well, we'll think of something. I want to thank another Mike, Michael, Michael, Mike, Michael, M, uh, with another M for where he's from. So Michael M from Mill and the rest of where he's from. Uh, Lynn uh, for her email, and then she actually, uh, I didn't get back to her email because I was, uh, you know, but she wrote a nice blog piece over at Nature, Nurture and Nestle. Uh, very nice. Thank you, Lynn. Sarah G. Uh, thank you. Faye O.T., thank you. Our old friends Lauren, uh, Divine Miss Sam, Damon D., who's still raising money. He's on the backup, uh, he, you know, he's up for the country, not on the podcast currently because he's on the backup for the U.S. of A. But he's also raising money, don't forget him, over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash double D. Uh, Metali, Kyla, Sam and Harley, Zoe the Skeptic, and, uh, all heard from them. And then Jalen, buddy, uh, let me know how the timestamps are working out for you. So that's... Uh, so that's it on the thank yous for tonight. I'm going to catch up slowly. Um, what else? Um, meetup. I should have the sleepwithmepodcast.com slash meetup. I forgot the date again. Last Sunday in April. I've not, I've I emailed the uh, Treasure Island flea market. Uh, so, but if you can comment on the website over there, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash meetup, let me know if you're coming. That'd be great. Don't feel now if you can't come. Uh, I'm definitely going to do other meetups. I mean, I guess I'm, you know, whether this goes horribly wrong, you know, like I show up without any pants on and then, uh, you know, forget to brush my teeth. What else could, you know, when I'm trying to think of stuff you dream about, uh, you know, uh, you know, old, old person beats me with their walker. They say, you're the one from Florida. That's the guy in the car. Um, any of that stuff, you know, if it goes horribly long, wrong like that, clearly I have to do more meetups because that'd be like, you know, told that people like that meetup was epic, man. When he got a split lip from, uh, you know, that bearded, I don't know, you know, that was, they said, this one's for the crown, bam. Uh, so, but if it goes well, I'll of course do it. If it goes medium. Now, I, maybe I could one day live in a world where there doesn't have to be all good or all bad. Uh, but, you know, then I'll do, do So I'm probably shooting for other cities. Uh, 
uh, you know, as I can. Um, so anyway, in Southern California, you'd be, you know, you're the closest. Uh, Austin is is is, uh, is on my list just because of the Austin, and, and uh, maybe Toronto, uh, North Pacific Northwest. But I don't know when. Um, like I said, uh, you know, anybody, you know, anybody that's in Florida, let me know. I could be back in Florida, uh, but I couldn't have done a meetup this time. Um, so that's a meetup uh, project. Uh, what, we, what do we call it? Keep up the good work. I think I had a better term for that, but you know. Uh, well done. I can't remember, but keep up the good work. Uh, if you have a chance to review and rate us on iTunes, I had some, I had like stuff written down that I needed to talk about that I forgot to bring. Hold, on, I'm gonna go check it. I'll be right back. <laughs> now I'm gonna pause it so you won't even know. It'll be okay. I'm back. I, I bumped the uh, amplifier. I think I remembered everything. Um, so I'm back. Uh, yeah, it's strange. Thank you guys for, again, all your support and understanding. Oh, the website went down. <laughs> yeah, wow. You, you talk about uh, Crone. Uh, you know, this isn't the Game of Drones podcast, but what the fuck? I get um, The website had gone down once when I was uh, in the hot helping my mom. And the company that hosted it, it seemed like they fixed it pretty fast, but I think it was just... Uh, a sign of uh, whatever. So the website went down at some point. It, like, I couldn't get into it at the airport at some point when I was traveling, whatever day that was, Monday? Is it today's, or today's Wednesday? But this podcast could be done for tomorrow, so I'm under the gun here. Um, but uh, so the website went down at some point Monday. It was down for, could have been down for 24 hours. To be honest, uh, so apology, apologies, one apology for the website going down. I still have unable, unable to figure out a straight answer of why. Not, not because of any help. I mean, a lack of help. Actually, the people. I mean, I've gotten different answers, and I think this is you know how the internet, you know, the guts of the internet work anyway. But the first person said it was this, so I disabled all that stuff. Still didn't work. The second person said it was this. Unfortunately, the one thing that the second person from the hosting company said, um, oh, it's this plug-in. It's the only plug-in I need uh, to run the, the podcast. Uh, it makes the RSS feed for the podcast, which is how uh, – so then I got a hold of those guys. But at, at some point, I decided to change the RSS feed instead of having it run on my website – it's running straight from the company that uh, uh, how, how, they host hosts all the web, uh, um, the audio files that you're listening to, which that's all they do. So they're expert. They say this is this is what we do. We host uh, internet podcast audio, and they deliver it. The only thing is, it's like their RSS feed. Which at the time when I first started the podcast, I don't know why I cared, but I said, well, I'd rather have it be. Like, this is a perfectly trustworthy company, and they're good at it. So I don't know why the hell I tried to do it through my website. I guess I wanted some sense of control. But so I apologize because I, I think when I switched to RSS feed, you guys should let me know if you have access to the show. Some of you may have had to, may have, may have downloaded all the shows again. I don't know. So if anybody, I hope that didn't cause any problems with anybody. Um but yeah, let me know if if you 
if you're hearing this, that's good. Um, if you're not, I guess it will. Anyway, I want to thank Graham for letting me know about that. Uh, so I think that's it. That was not pleasant, though, because then I had to get, like, I had to work. Uh, and then I'm, like, worried about it. But I said, you know what, it'll all be fine. You guys are so supportive. That's it. But I apologize for um, unforeseen. I, I still don't know what why it all happened. We have a temporary fix in place. Um and I don't think that's a big deal. I think this this is actually the best solution is to just have this company, Libsyn is their name, in case any podcasters are listening. Have them do the RSS. I had thought about switching it back and forth. This is just if you're not a podcaster, just go ahead and fall asleep. If you are, the benefit of them having their, them do the RSS is no matter what happens with your web host, they're 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 almost never down Libsyn, so their RSS feed will always be there for iTunes to ping and for people to download your podcast or any other service that you use. Whereas with the other thing, the companies were great, but you know it's not like you have a billion dollars to spend on some private servers and all that. So my RSS feed's been down before and it's caused problems. Because my web web host was down. Oh God, this is so boring. Um, so whatever. I don't know why. You know, this is. You know, let's get to the juice of the podcast. But that's. I want to apologize. And also, I guess I'm lulling you. You know, nothing like. You know, this is real boring. Now, if you're awake, you're like, okay. Uh, you know, see the flavors of boredom. This is not. I, I don't want to talk about internet architecture the whole time. I don't think my opinion wouldn't be an ideal thing to fall asleep to. Uh, so, yeah, don't just start reading off, you know, whatever. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's a, another update. Uh, thanks for, you know, stuff. My mom's recovering from her surgery. And then we're waiting here over the next step. So I keep you guys up to date because you're so wonderful supporting that. And I said I'm back in my little studio here, my, you know, uh, closet Closet-based studio. I think you know. I've heard from a lot of you guys about how how do you how do you think it went? Uh, and I, I was like, I was really surprised. One that I I, I said, well, uh, I'm going to try to record podcasts while I'm gone. But if stuff's going on or I'm overwhelmed, I'm not. You know, I'll figure out another. I had other plans in place, but it ended up working out that uh, uh, you know. It wasn't like I was like, oh, God, I got to record the podcast. It was like, okay, I have some time here. It could have been time I could have just sat around or nothing. But I said, well, you know, uh, let's put a little effort in and do the podcast. It's an escape. But it's also a pro tip. Again, anybody who wants to do a podcast or anything else. And I heard this over at the Script Notes podcast. Two of my personal heroes, John August and Craig Mazin, um, and they were quoting, I, I think it was Craig maybe, but and they talk about this all the time. This is about screenwriting, but I think any creative endeavor, it takes a little bit of rigor is the use they were use they worded word they used. And I think that's true. Um and again I'm not making any money off this podcast, who knows? But it is helping some people sleep. And rigor is a big part of it. Uh, it's just saying, hey, let's sit down and get this thing done. Okay, let's outline this. Let's record this. And uh, but, but also rigor with a little bit of uh, 
fun. I don't I don't know what the hell I'm talking about here. I'm, I'm, uh, so anyway, I don't know, I want to update you guys, and uh, then I want I guess I wanted to show off some knowledge or something there. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm back. Uh, uh, yeah, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Thanks. Hello, hello. This is Agatha, stepmother of Cinderella. So good to uh, be back in your graces. I don't know if I'm in your good graces or your not in good graces, but it is good to be back. I am, uh, as I said, I'm the stepmother of Cinderella. This is our first time meeting. You can find older episodes at uh, sleep sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. The bad man likes to tell me. And this is a tale after the glass slipper of what happened to Cinderella after she became... Uh, princess and then queen eventually, soul queen, you know, soul ruler. And then other challenges came up and she had to move, you know, go away. Left me in charge. Things have been going, eh, uh, I know you modern people do a thing with your hand back and forth, flat hand, back and forth like a rocky, eh, eh. So that's how things have been for me as well. But I am glad to, uh, be attempting to do uh, well. Anyway, let me catch you up. When we last left off, my friends, I uh, let's see what happened. I said, oh, well, we, we found this. Uh, we went to over through the portal to fairy former fairy land, which used to be, I guess, uh, I, I didn't really. Only time I was there was on trial, but I think it was the kingdom of the fairy godparents which was overrun by monsters, something, it was an adventure again. I, anyway, we were there, ogres, monsters, not scary monsters, but monsters you don't like. And then we found a town of fairy godchildren, I think we're calling them, uh, adults with childlike uh, uh, mature intelligence and... Uh, we spent we spent some time with the children. They were nice. Uh, they liked. I think they liked me. And then I said, "Oh boy, uh, action! We, we, let's make sure we we're in the po- close the portal." I said, "Well, we got to make sure this portal can open back up." For we need the, the thing was I guess I had stolen a letter from Cinderella. She's coming with an army to get into this portal, get the fairy source which we also discovered a fountainhead, not not a well. We thought, I thought it would be a well. It's a fountainhead in, hidden in the back of town. And uh, it was, so we, and then I said, we opened the door, we were attacked or something. I have creatures. I sent Clifford and uh, the shepherd boy across, and they said, close the portal. I gave them the key. Oh, boy, what was I thinking? So now I'm trapped here. With the children, I had almost worked out a truce with the uh, ogres. Oh boy, I, 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 I tell you, I, I, so so that's where we are. Welcome to After the Glass Slipper. Now, normally, I would after I did the uh, talk, caught you people up. I'd like to start my day with that. Uh, originally talking to Penelope, the fairy godmother of Cinderella. But she is again away in the castle and not well, catatonic, you may say. 
And so then I would talk to, you know, I, I would talk to my letter that I, I had a friend, an imaginary friend, I'll be, you know, that was a letter. And I would talk to the letter, and but in a sense, I was doing it to both comfort myself and, in, you know, comfort the shepherd boy and Clifford for, you know, they, they seek solace in my, you know, clearly my ability to deal with things. But I find myself here, we are in this village. I'm pretty sure the village or city or town is protected by the fairy source and some such thing. The children, they keep explaining to me all these details about, oh, though this is it creates the fence. So I don't think we're in any direct danger uh, if we don't go outside. I said, well, they're surrounded by monsters, uh, but, but the children, they were stuck here. Yeah, but they, and, and then I think the fairy source provides them with food, so they because I, I don't see them doing, um, you know, any so that we're, we're provided for, but we're stuck, you know, I guess, and then we're doubly stuck because it's like, oh, I could make a deal with the ogres and the monsters, but then I don't longer have a key to get out of this fairy kingdom. And I don't really need to, in some sense, for Cinderella's coming with a huge army. So I say, well, I guess you don't have to figure out every angle anymore. You've kind of, in some sense, well, I guess I want to tell myself that I do, I did what needs to be done because my job was to keep the fairies safe and the people of the city safe. But I'm not with them. I can only assume they are safe. <laughs> And the, that the fairies are being, I mean, I and Clifford and Gonzalo, but I know Cinderella's coming with a huge army, is my understanding, with this king from a huge kingdom. Uh, you know, no judgment. I don't know if they're lovers or they're to be wed or they, you know, they're friends. Maybe she has another lover. I would hope she has some, 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 some such thing because she had such a terrible time with them, you know. So I hope the best for her. But a huge army comes. So then ideally what will happen is Gonzalo will go. Uh, I don't think there's any because I have all the ogres. And anyway, the ogres, I think, anyway, they'll come. Any creatures that are left, the army will deal with. They'll come. They'll figure out a way to take this source. Or maybe I'll just leave the door open and use the guards and take all the fairies here. I, I don't quite know. Uh, but I just have to, and I guess these children say, well, don't leave, you know. So I, even though I'm not uh, following any of the things I was supposed to do, rule the kingdom that I'm no longer at, uh, trust and trusting the kingdom in uh, an entrepreneur man, Dan, a doula who's very trustworthy and a soldier, and then Clifford and Gonzalo will probably go back there, and they'll keep an eye on things. So I'm sure it'll be fine. And I'm sure, unfortunately, Cinderella's a wonderful, wonderful woman. Hopefully she won't find too many faults with I mean, that's all I keep thinking about, to be honest. I say, well, she's good. You know, there's a, since there's nothing, no ex current crisis, uh, I'm not cut out for this, I'll tell you, people. I don't even have a letter or anyone to talk to just just uh, you children gathered around me uh, and this probably isn't appropriate because I don't even understand even though you look 30 to me you're probably mine and and so I just keep thinking of all the things that could be going on back there 
And then, and and, and and I say, well, don't worry about it, Agatha. You're doing your best. Well, I'm not doing. But then I say, well, you know, you know, even if I try to look at it neutrally, I say, well, you got me, Cinderella. I did not. I did my best, and it was pretty. Uh, you saved the day, luckily. For if I just did my best without Cinderella, holy moly, then you go down that road and it's like, because then you go down that road and you're like, oh boy, that's no good. But, uh, you know, what can I do? I, uh, oh, oh, uh, Greasy, is your hand up? Oh, who, oh, I, yes, Greasy, what is it? What, you want me to feel better? You, you know I'm feeling sad. Well... Not just sad. Uh, part of me feels sad when I think about uh, a lot of things. I'm just being trying to be honest with myself. And then another part of me is like, you're not being honest with yourself. Let me be honest with you. That's inside me, crazy. Don't be frightened about all these different... Well, maybe you should... I mean, to be... Hey, boy, should you be frightened of me, children? Should I be frightened? And then another part of me is like, why don't you leave Agatha alone? And then I say, who said that? What kind of weak, weepy person is that? Is that inside of me? It's much easier when I externalize these things in a letter or people. Or if it's just easier. And I say, I, I, I'm just, oh, this is what when, when it all went wrong. I'm much, I'm a, I need a, a, I'm a woman, a person, children, who needs a, a crisis or an impossible goal. I, I'm at my best at those things. So I apologize for not being at my best, but I don't really need to be even at my worst here because we have some sort of fountainhead with fairy power. Uh, we have a giant army with a wonderful queen leading it or a co-leading it with some man who she seems to trust. So that's good enough for me. If Cinderella is a ju great judge of character, character. Well, she married that buffoon. But I think she probably had the best interests of the people. What was what's Greasy? What What is it? St you still... What are you, oh, Xerox, what are you doing? What are you and Greasy doing? Oh, you're coming up here to hug me. Oh, well, I wish, you know, that's nice. That is nice. I wish you would, uh... I wish you could have dipped your hug in a magical fairy cloak of power that would make me Oh, wait, what What I, uh, okay, where? And so then Greasy, I, that was a little um, reinterpretation of what happened. But then Greasy, she said, well, we, oh, Miss uh, Agatha, we want to, you know how you ask why there is no bands of uh, crazed, and I said, oh, no, don't tell me there's tribes of children, evil children somewhere, that's one of my, uh, you know, that's one of the things I dream of, oh, no. I knew it. There would be a tribe of children fighting over, you know, reenacting adulthood, but without... She said, oh, no, 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 we have a way that has put... And I said, what? What is it, uh, Greasy? And she said, we want to, uh, Xerox and I, we, we want to show you our story plays that we use. And that's how we've solved all our problems. Sometimes the well will help us. And give us outfits, and, and and I said, oh, this sounds like a little artsy and craftsy, interesting. And she said, just sit back, and we will enact a play to help you deal with your sadness. And I said, okay, Greasy, that sounds wonderful. 
And she said, this is how we learn and we comfort ourselves. And I said, okay, go ahead. Start your play. And I said, well, maybe this will work. Uh, go ahead. I mean, I, I can't remember. That was another thing. The children, I said, what did I say out loud and what did I say in my head? But then the next thing I knew, uh, Greasy, she was dressed as a, as a very old woman. And Xerox was dressed as a as a... You know, when I think of, like, what a milk maiden would look like, if you said, bring me a milk maiden, he, Greasy, uh, no, Xerox, who is a male, uh, turned into a, with a straw, what is it, hair, golden hair, the color of golden straw, in those braids on the sides of his head. And I said, Xerox, you are a handsome woman. I mean, I thought that uh, to myself as a braids... And blonde hair. And I said, well, you know, you could be a, uh, you know, some sort of magistrate. I, I would think a judge. You would make a good judge. Or, a, you know, stereotypical milk of, made of milk. And then the, I guess, I don't know if this was the first act. Oh, what, but the milkmaid was milking and milking. And, and Greasy, she was an old woman going across stage. And she said, oh... The wind, it blows. And again, I, these are children. Not They look like adults, but they're children, clearly. She said, the wind does blow and the sky does show that we're about to hear a tale of woe. Say, milkmaid, does your milk still curdle? Curdle, curdle, like the heart of a turtle. And the milkmaid, she just was churning and churning, and then, and she said, the udders are dry. No tears to cry, for my belly weeps. It's not seen a food, and close your eye. I don't know, I, I can't exactly remember, but it was not, it was children. So, I, you know, after you say, well, it was children acting. And I said, this is a little long for the uh, pre, whatever you call it, prologue. I said that in my head. I, this is when I wish I had letter with me, because I could have a you know a little side aside with the letter. But he said, "Well," and I said, uh, "I said." Then, then I said, uh, "Magical curtains came and they were gone." And then uh, on stage was a beret wearing radish, which I said, "Oh, well, that's uh, familiar." From my tale, I said, and that perked me up. I said, well, there's a reddit. And I said, what are they? That must be a magical costume. For I couldn't identify the child. It could be a child whose name I had forgotten or not listened to, too. But they said, well, I am the radish man. And I love this kingdom. I love it so. And I, uh, I think he is... The radish man had a guitar, a lyre, 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 something, an instrument, and he was singing as I, something in a language, very, almost a romantic language, uh, that you would sip a, a small tea and eat a, not, not a scone or a biscuit, something more delicate and flaky. And you would feel judged, but, you know, you would probably be dressed in your finest clothes just to go buy a uh, loaf of bread. But he said, 
Melofly, and then uh, uh, the the radish man with the beret. He looked on a sign. He said, "Momarka, I love this country." And then uh, other a gang of children came, but they were dressed like uh, rich people, and they said they were very not nice to the radish man. And so then the radish man cried. And again, this is, I said, what is this metaphor for, okay, woe, a tale of woe of a singing radish? And I said, I quite like the radish singing. Could we go back to that part? Because, you know, you never want to hear what I, you know, I said, we don't need this meanness, children. And they said, shh, don't interrupt. And then, it, but then the radish was alone and down and singing, so shall and then the uh, old woman and the rat, uh, milkmaid came, and they say radishes cannot shed tears, for they only cause the tears into a trip into the past, and then they went into the past, and I said, what the heck? And I uh, guess I'll give you a summary, and then the rat, and I said, eventually it became clear to me they were talking about me, and I said, well, why didn't you just get to the point? Uh, but I'll, So I'll cut to that. It took a while, and then so the radish was me, which I don't quite understand, because I don't think I've ever sung to these children or done anything that could say, well, that is a symbolic or similar to singing. But maybe they just find me, I don't know, these children clearly confused. <laughs> so, so then the radish was singing again, and I think they said, uh, I don't know, it was some contest where they said uh, the king bush, bring me to the king bush who you know, hates all... Uh, radishes with berets and then the king bush said we will ban you beret wearers from our country forever and he said no one appreciates my singing let me sing for you before you ban me from this country and he said was that Jet water from away, jet water from away, why, 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 and then he said, no, no, you you cannot sing to charm me, I, you know, out of my... And I said, okay. And then the children, and I, the children, I clapped. And I said, well, it was pretty good acting. Costumes were magical, so I cannot... And I said, good job. And I, then I said, who played the radish? And it was a boy I had not met before. His name was, uh, let's see, is he right? Milox. Phylax, was it Phylax? No, we already met Phylax. Bulax, Kulax, A, B, C, D, Dulax, E, E, Lax, Phylax.
Hilux, FG, Gilux, Hilux, Gilux, JK, Kylux, Kylux, Kylux was his name. And I said, you are wonderful. What is that tone? You are natural. And I said, the thing is, I did not understand any of that. And they said, well, the... And they said, well, it was supposed to comfort you, not disturb you. But it was Cinderella, the president of the Bush, King Bush, was, uh, you know, the hater of berets, just like Cinderella. You know, you say she's going to rescue us, but we need comfort, too, for she is the one who abandoned us and led. And then the children went in this whole long thing about Cinderella, what I did not realize because then they said, if, I said, well, tell me if you weren't going to do the comforting version, what it would be like. And their version of Cinderella was terrible. They said, uh, you know, she's not going to save us. She's going to come and steal uh, what provides all of our things for her. And the people who left us out, you know, we went and they said it was a sad, sad tale. Their version of what had happened to them being left, and I said, I can understand it, children. I said, uh, you know, the version of being left here in this town while they were provided for everything they needed but one thing. The, the, and I, I, I'm, the hearts were not provided for. The, the, they had to provide for themselves. All alone, no fairy godparents to dote on them. No uh, one to, you know, no uh, soothing. I, I don't know. I said, wow, this is, I can see why you're so upset with Cinderella, for she had become the focus of the, all their anger and, and so many tales. They said, I said, how many stories do you have about her? And they said, you know, endless amount. My, and I said, uh, do all your plays have radishes? And they said, no, no, that's a new thing since you brought that radish man in. And then I said, do all of them have uh, uh, milkmaids? And they said, no, 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 that was because of you talking about the milk. And then, and I said, oh, so you, you you adjusted the tale for me to make it, but it still made no sense to me, you lovely children. Oh, you are so lovely. And the children, they said, we will never work with Cinderella. We, we, were, we know how she has mistreated you and not appreciated you and forced you to do things and written letters behind your back and all these things. And I say, they said, we, you know, and I said, and and again, it gets into one one thing I used to do. uh, I guess it was a hobby, you would say, is argue with people who had immovable beliefs, especially at my daughter's inn. And I would say, you're banned from the inn now. Uh, usually just travelers. I don't want to mess up her business or her husband's business, but I would. This was before I got, you know, moved into the castle. But but I said, you know, I, I learned that you cannot. Only thing you can do with a person with immovable beliefs is upset them. They say, well, no, there is only the sun is not a god. It is a. Uh, a uh, whatever they would say, a flaming fire and a magnify—I don't know, you know—or the moon is made. Uh, I don't say, and I'd say I would say contrary, and most of the time I was right. But they would not change their belief, even if you said well, it is warm outside, and they would say, 
Oh, it is so, I learned you cannot shake these immovable beliefs, even if they are nonsensical. And these children, the belief that Cinderella was evil, it seemed to be almost unshakable, but I said, the belief in me may be outweighed. So I said, children, let me tell you a story uh, that may, the Padman said, may, you know, be in, the, he said, a movie theater. And they said, what is that? And I said, it is like your stage. Who? And then they said, what is a Padman? I said, that is too self-right. Don't worry, children. Don't worry. I'll think about those words ever again. I said, sit with me as I tell you a tale of a young girl who loved her father so and her mother so, but her mother had passed on when she was a young child. But she had learned such kindness from her father and her mother. She was the kindest girl, the most curious girl, the most loving girl. And the kids, they got me, Zylax, said, is this about Cinderella? And I said, Deuce, listen, and I noticed I had different outfits on as I changed roles, so the magic of the fairy something, non-crazy child, fairy magic, you know, whatever. I said, I started acting out the true story of Cinderella and I. Oh, which is a shameful, shameful tale. And then I said, well, can I rewind it to the pre, pre preamble or whatever you call it? Pre-act one or whatever you call it, the open. And I said, you know, I pretended I was, I said, this is a tale of a woman so cruel. Oh, no, well, uh, you know, and then, it's a, and then I just, I was honest with these children. Even though it was a play, there was not one dramatic moment in it. It was all, it, well, I guess it was dramatic because I shortened it to just the low lights. And I said, as I told the tale, I said, what? This is who I am. I said, you know, I've drifted away from it. Uh, and it's strange that I had such anger towards Cinderella for so many different things. We don't have time and the children don't have time to understand it. But all they needed to understand was that uh, Cinderella was like them, an innocent girl. Instead of being abandoned uh, alone with some sort of magical source to provide for them, she was left with a, a woman who, who loathed her, who despised her and spent all her time being cruel to her, making her life more difficult and not taking one interest in, in, in soothing her or relieving her or, or fostering her or nurturing her or anything. And as I went on, the children, they were stunned, and I told them, for the first time, I think, this is where I, I imagined what it was like as Cinderella, and I would pretend I was in my room. It was a powerful performance. Now, maybe it was because, as I said, I had finally had something to focus on. As some sense in the story, I was in crisis as Cinderella, so, you know, because I got the doldrums from not having a crisis to deal with. And this could have, this, this performance could have been hours and hours. I have no idea and I don't know how the fairy magic works, so I don't know if it was sustaining the drama. So I guess there was a lot of drama now, a melodrama too. I'm not sure of the difference between the two, but Cinderella, I, I, I really got into it. Well, more so to... I had always been ashamed of how I had acted to Cinderella, especially since she took me back in. But I tamped it down, but this came forth like a torrent from a fountainhead in some sense, I guess. 
And I said, oh, wow, as I felt what it would be like to be Cinderella. And I thought about the children and how they had felt being left alone. And and, and I guess the, uh, the, 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 the I've met a few traveling troops and they said, there's a magic in the theater. And I had seen it already that night. Well, it wasn't very magical. The children's performance was uh, tolerable, well-intentioned. And I don't mean to pat myself on my back, but I said, and and I think it was just some sort of, it was to teach me a lesson of, uh, I guess only by learning what what it may have been like to be Cinderella was I able to perform for the children what it was like for Cinderella. Or could have been like, and, and created a space in them to connect with, with Cinderella, and and a play went on, and, and children were crying and saying, and then and I, 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 as I came to a close, I they they gathered around, and we snuggled up, and I said, Xylox and Xerox and Greasy, let me hold you, Greasy. And I said, but now, children, you have to think about something. Think about how you, you know, and when I I said, I'm not, I I have no qualifications to be doing this with children, especially strange adult children. And and I said, this is not art therapy, children. This is not, this is just a story, but it is a true story. Just like your story is true, you have this, you, you know, and I said, I'm, I I got to try this now. Next time I run into a fool at the end who says, I, you know, dislike, you know, blah, blah. And I said, you're a fool. Anyway, that's not a, that's an aside. Sorry about that. But I said, children, uh, you know, that, you know, that cruel woman is me. You realize that, don't you? That woman that was so unkind to Cinderella. That gave me, you know, all that misery we just were witness to. I was the cause of that misery, for real. And that wonderful, you know, all this misery of yours was nothing like... And and then I said, wait a second, I don't want to take away from them. But I think I handled myself deftly, because the children, they said, wow, wow, we never realized that Cinderella was, you know... And they thought about it, and we spent a... I guess in some sense the magic of the theater was that so I know if one minute passed or four days, I guess it didn't matter for we were, all our needs were provided for. I said, when was the last time I went to the bathroom even? Is this fairy fountainhead draining my bladder? And, you know, not to mention the other business I need to do. Uh, and I said, that's true. And always it's just my sense of time is off. But, I, you know, the children started asking me about Cinderella you know, what was she really, you know, and then they said, we talked about, you know, I, you know, I must have been a long time in past because I, I told them about some of my adventures with Cinderella, you know, and, and getting back in her good graces and then the path that led us here. So they had a full understanding of everything that had taken place. And now they had this new, and, and then... And, and then the children, they really started to cry and weep. And I said, what? A, and I said, I, uh, even, uh, was it fine? There was a couple a couple of kids that did not, you know, there was a couple of kids that always seemed never to show 
one ounce of emotion, but even they were weeping and the children, and, I, and they were really upset. And I thought, had uh, brought everything together. I said, why are you so upset? And they were so upset they could not talk. And then, and then I had to put on a play, another distracting play. Cause I said, okay, this is not, uh, you know, I tried to give them time. And then I said, okay. And then I did a play uh, where I was slipping on radishes and I was in a radish and I couldn't pick up radishes. And then I was trying to hold too many radishes and then it was raining radishes and then I just said, oh, it's raining radishes. And then uh, what was his name? What was his name? Gylox? Gylox? Kylox? Yeah, Kylox. He was uh, as the uh, radish man, and we were singing but more happy songs. Uh, stuff like that. So then the children were more relaxed, and I said, okay, are you feeling a little bit better? And they said, can we talk about what happened? You were all so, so upset there. So, so upset. What is so wrong? Uh, Xerox, Greasy, you're kind of the de facto leaders because your names seem to stay in my brain the best. And uh, yeah, the others of you... Anyway, come closer. Come sit with me. He said, you know, sit close. And we all snuggled again. And it was quite soothing, I guess. I did not realize I was such a snuggler because, you know, the lovers I've taken have all been. And I said, you, you know, I need my time alone now. And so anyway, I said, tell me what's the matter. And Greasy said, she shook her head and then, uh, and then, uh, Xerox said, oh, I, 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 we're very sad. And I said, I, clearly you are sad. It's been a, quite a day or days or whatever the hell is weird crap is going on with this performance and performing. Maybe we are in a dream. Maybe this is, you know, and I, and I, but I said, well, why? You can tell me. Why are you, you, you sad? And they said, well, yes, you made us like Cinderella so... So now we feel bad. And I said, what do you feel so bad about? And they said, well, we've always wanted to make a pay. And, you know, so so we've had many plays and we've said to the, you know, uh, and we, you know, we've used the, 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 you know, all, you know, how the, fount- the fountain, you know, provides everything, our protection and all that. And and it had helped us learn these plays and how to comfort ourselves. And when there was conflict, we found the plays. And it, and, and, and we, we realized that it would give us everything we wanted or needed within reason. And as we, you know, we needed Cinderella. In some sense, I guess we needed Cinderella. This is me doing Greasy's voice. And she said, you know, we needed an enemy and then we needed her to pay. And I, I guess at some point the uh, the fountain realized that or something, and it said it would. I don't know. Sometimes we have dreams, or we see things in the in the you know, the fireworks above us, and we saw that Cinderella would be led here by a, a traitorous man. And I guess I guess there was like a it was like a, a, a fairy godparent with him, his fairy godparent, but. More creepy. That's what this is. What they said, and they said, 
And they would come and we would get, you know, he would take care of Cinderella and her kingdom and all our fairy godparents would, you know, we, and they, you know, they would come here. And all we had to do was wait for Cinderella and he would take care of the rest. And I said, what else? Tell me more. I start trying to stay calm, you know. And they said, well, her kingdom has these guys of menders, menders, mender teams, the trepreneurs, and uh, they were going to, and I said, is Clifford involved in this? And they said, we don't know. And uh, So, oh boy, I said, oh no, is this a dream or true children do you know? And they said, we don't know, we are pretty sure it is. Cinderella's coming here, and we were going to get her. I guess we weren't going to do anything. This he was going to say. He said he would keep her here. I think something. I think we did it. And I said, "No, no, children." And they cried again. I said, "No, no, no. You did not do anything. You just were being yourselves. No one ever taught you this system here. Kept chaos out and kept you safe." And now I guess I need to. I, I'm here to help you, and I've told you I'm going to. And I was trying to think I'm ahead because I'm freaking out inside. I'll tell you that, people. But I said, "Okay, these are children. Well, remember that. I guess uh, you've blown it. You've blown your whole life. Don't blow. You know that part of me said, don't blow this one.' You. And I said, "Well, let me be quiet while I try to figure." And I said, "Children, I'm here to take care of you. We're going to make this okay." And I said, well, maybe I could learn a little bit more, but it sounds like we'll work together. We'll help Cinderella. We'll help you. We're going to help your fairy godparents. Cause they're, and they said, oh, yeah, they're not evil either. And I said, the Mender team, they sound bad. This guy sounds, I don't know. Let's not, let's figure this out, children. We we need to, you know, and I said, but meanwhile, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I said, well, after the children were calm and I put them to sleep, uh, I, I thought, well, maybe I was just freaking out because I had to calm the children down because this is a crisis. And a serious crisis if this man from another kingdom thinks he's going to mess one minute with Cinderella. Or I, I got the sense from the children there's something about the power of the fairy godparents in this fairy well that I doubt he has good intentions for these children and for the fairy godparents I've sworn to protect in the people of Cinderella's kingdom. So a crisis has arisen. And I, you know, and, and I, I guess I'm, I'm thick with memory of the wrongs I've done and the, the people I've wronged. So I'm not going to promise to destroy anyone or to, you know, immediately seek vengeance for anything that has not yet occurred. But I can tell you that uh, now my focus, well, I don't know what I'm going to focus on exactly, but I can tell you I'm stir. I, I don't know, I've been in place. But I say, well, I guess you've done many mistakes, and now the feeling of the children when I look in the face and thinking about them feeling alone and thinking about Cinderella and, and, and how I hurt her so... I guess I am a changed woman, but the part of me that I guess what I, my point was is that in a crisis, uh, I, I'm a new person. I don't know, not new, but adjusted woman. 
that was already good in the crisis, and I have a feeling if anyone's going to try anything funny, they're going to learn I'll be better in a crisis than worse. I hope Clifford's not involved in this, or these uh, Dan and the rest of those fools, or this man from another kingdom. But, you know, I'm going to deal with it. We, we, we will deal with it, and I will make sure things... Uh, turn out well for these children. You know, you know I'm on it. You know, so that's it. Uh, and I mean, I've got a uh, Freenox. What was your name? Gylox. Xylon. No, Kylox is here. So I was like, Kylox, finish up. Good night, my friends. Jaradishman.